We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Uh, Welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. This is an incredibly exciting episode because I'm here with Teresa and my new dog, Benji, although he just ran out. (laughs) We'll see if he barks uh, because he's not getting attention. But I'm so excited because there's this like full circle feeling that I have right now. Uh, Was it two years ago that you took my class for the first time? Yes. So Teresa took my spin class uh, two years ago and she was, I remember exactly where you were, which is so weird. You were in the far, well, you were in the far right, but my left and you had the best energy. You were fist pumping, you were (laughs) dancing. Like it was just, and I, I noticed those people right away. Tower swirling. Uh, tower swirling. You were in it. And usually when it's someone's first class, they're not that involved. So I knew that she was someone special and she probably is in the world of entertainment and something along the lines of fitness. And we chatted afterwards and we just like connected right away. She asked for my playlist, which is like my love language because yes, I love music. music. Uh, sent her my playlist. Uh, and then, I mean, you didn't live, you don't live in Tempe, right? So that's why you didn't come all the time. It was just just kind of like a special thing with your girlfriend. Exactly. And then you came back another time and we connected again. And it was just like, it's kind of one of those things where you have an old friend that you don't see all the time. And then we saw each other and I was like, yeah, pick up where we left. Yeah, exactly. Every time. Uh, Were you going to a concert? Were you going to the Justin Timberlake concert? Or did I make that up? That is a story. And no, I did not end up getting to the concert. Oh, you didn't end up going was supposed to go. Yeah, I did a JT class. And you remember you yes, came to that. Yes. That's so I'm funny. I'm a huge Justin Timberlake fan. My husband had told me he was getting tickets. He's going to be mad I'm sharing this, but he <laughs> ended up not. So we'll just leave the story okay, but I you... got all dressed up in the car. We were driving and no. we did not go to the concert. Well, good thing you were at the JT class before. I got before. it out of your class. Oh yes. my gosh, that is too funny. Sad wow, that just came funny. back to me just now. Uh, but now the full circle is in effect because fast forward, my sister uh, found your dance class through Liz and she kept talking about Teresa. Like she could, she would not shut up about this Teresa dancer and I didn't make the connection yet. And this was going on for months. And every time she'd come back glowing from this dance class and I was like, okay, I, I still was just like, that's right. I want to go, but I can't because the time's whatever. And then I don't remember. Maybe it was Facebook that I made the connection. Oh, no. I feel like I made the connection here, my friend. I found Barry on Facebook, and there was a post with you and her, and she was like, my sister, Brittany. And I was jaw dropped on the floor. <gasps> to you and that you guys were sisters. Yeah. It was the best day. I think I found out on, on the Facebook. same day. On the, you we know, did. those that's the beauty of Facebook. 
uh, and social media is those types of connections. Um, and then once I made the connection, I was like, it's my, I'm, it's my mission to get to one of <laughs> Teresa's classes. Now that I know it's a, one of my favorite spin students and B, oh. my sister's obsessed with her. I was like, all right, I got to go. So then on my birthday, my 31st birthday, I went to a pop-up dance class and I hadn't had that much fun in so long of just moving my body, being free. I wanted to cry half the time because I was there with my sister and a couple friends. And it was just, so good. it was just such a great experience. And I just, I couldn't shut up about it. And then I just wanted to share with everybody how amazing it was. And that's why so you're funny. here today Yay. because your dance class is something incredibly special. And uh, that's, I mean, I want to give you a chance to to share what your dance class is, but that's how, that's how I found you, you. And that's why you're so here. That, yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I absolutely feel so privileged to be asked to come on and to share a little bit of my journey and my story and more than anything, talk about what I'm the most passionate about, which is connecting people to themselves and to each other and to music through movement. So no matter the age, everyone should be able to enjoy dance like a kid mm. and feel like a dancer. So mm. I'm happy to share it with the world and to talk more about it. Yes. I know. And that was that was my biggest thing. I'm like, there, what I personally experience of just not, no judgment, movement, and the happiness and the joy that I felt, I was like, whoa, there's something to it. I mean, I know movement brings happiness. I've been teaching um, spin for eight years, but I hadn't experienced it in that way before. And I think it was the space of like coming out of your shell and also the no judgment because I watch a lot of dance videos mm -hmm. and it's incredibly intimidating. Like I remember I used to sit um, at the Madison and at the end of the night with a couple of the girls and we would watch these like dance studios in LA and New sure. York. And of course I'd try to imitate the dance moves and it would be a terrible fail, but it would be entertaining at least. But that's why I would stay away from dance class is because I was so intimidated. I was like, I can't dance like that. You can ask Liz. I've asked her to teach me how to booty pop I, like a thousand times because okay, I, well, I didn't know that's what you wanted. <laughs> that's all I want to do. That's all it is. <laughs> First, you need a booty. And <laughs> indoor cycling doesn't help with that. Um, but I, I was always intimidated. And sure. going to your class was the least intimidating thing. And I really think it's how you set it up. And there's this space of community and there's all different levels. And it just like allowed me to let my guard down and just move in a way that I haven't moved in. I mean, I don't even know if I've ever moved like that before. So yes. tell me a little bit about how you discovered that, like the movement and happiness piece. Okay. Well, there's a couple of different types of classes that I teach. So I am the creator of a format called Intensity Dance Fitness, which we have officially just launched within the last nine months in being able to license other instructors who want to teach this format and share it with people as well. And then I also will go out and teach what is called a pop-up choreography class. And these are hosted by Intensity, our brand, but they are one more level of choreography, meaning instead of working out and making it about the fitness element of it. It's about learning dance choreography. And so it's a 90 minute class as opposed to um, a 60 minute class. And then it's also the same song. We turn it off and on, and then we'll break down the steps to whatever 
is necessary to make sure that the whole room feels successful. So I love being able to give two really great opportunities of movement and dance to whatever level of dance and fitness people are at. And they go kind of hand in hand and they work together and then they make it just limitless for me because growing up and being a technically trained dancer, I always wanted to be able to teach other people how to dance. And I think that there's a lot of fear wrapped up in the word itself, especially as adults. I think we, for some reason, think dance is for kids. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't dance since you were three, you're not a dancer. And if you didn't dance as a career or profession necessarily, you're definitely not a dancer. And when we see so much on social media, on YouTube, on Instagram, of incredible dancers sharing their light and their talents, we do what we do. We start getting negative about it. We start getting in our head about it. We start taking 10 steps back and being like, that's, I can never do that. Mm. And let's be honest. I truly believe this from the bottom of my heart that every single person is a dancer, mm. whatever that means to you, <laughs> you are. And I get the wonderful privilege of getting people into a room and helping them connect back to their baby self because we all came out uh, connecting, communicating rather through movement. And I think if you look back as at little kids or if you have kids, I have three kids and every single one of them moved and danced before they spoke. Mm. I think we all did that. We all had to crawl before we could walk, before we, you know. And so anyway, just getting back to that place of either someone told you or you told yourself that you shouldn't dance in your adult life. And I want to take that away. I want to make sure that everyone that walks into the room, onto the dance floor with me, leaves accomplished, feeling positive about themselves and what they just did, the work they put in. And more than anything, like a dancer. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, you definitely <laughs> succeed in that because that's exactly, I've been to two of your pop-up dance classes and that's exactly how I felt after. I went in terrified uh, because I dance. I dance very awkwardly. I mean, I will, I have some serious Britney dance moves do. that dance. I'm very <laughs> proud of. I love my dance moves, but as far as like choreographed moves go, that's where I get all thrown off. And so I was, I was, I was afraid and I, you know, we kind of talked about this before, but what happened? Like we are born as with communicating, movers. it's movers, yes. right? And then what happens along the line that, uh, that makes people go into their shell? Um, because I know that I'm not the only one I've invited so many people to come with me and they're like, no, I can't, dance. I can't do that. I can't, I can't do dance. that. And I think it comes to limitations, but what have you experienced, especially because you've taught so many people how to dance and you've taught so many people how to get out of their shell. Yes. I feel like the hardest part about anything in life when you are trying to change or grow or learn something new is the first, is taking the first step. It's the first few seconds. And we talked a little bit about fear what is on the other side of that and how much joy and how much fun could you really have? <laughs> and one of the things I say at the beginning of class and you did this, but <laughs> I, I do the motion of unzipping and I tell them we're going to unzip 
and we're going to step out. We're going to get out of our head and into our body um, by the end of this thing. And you are going to leave really feeling like a, a different person. And the hardest, so like I said, the hardest part is just actually getting to the class. <laughs> and I also say when we circle up at mm-hmm. the beginning of every intensity class, because we do, mm-hmm. we talk about the celebration that gets to take place because you already did the work. So by getting yourself to this opportunity, the work is essentially done. Mm-hmm. And now the fun begins. And if you can trust, trust me on just that. I have never, ever, at least to my face, had anyone <laughs> leave <laughs> and not be mm-hmm. 10 levels mm-hmm. happier mm-hmm. and having not had one of the best experiences they could have had through a dance mm-hmm. class. Absolutely. I love, there's two things. I mean, the, the the community circle at the beginning and then the walking where you have us making eye contact. Yes. And there's definitely, again, something to it. And for me, especially, it was like being uncomfortable, but then also being seen. And there was, Mm. uh, there was, I felt that shift in me. And at first I was like, I wanted to go into my shell and be like, I can't make eye contact. I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, but you gave the space was so comfortable. Yeah. And what, why do you do that? Why do you do the community circle? Why do you have us walk uh, and I started doing that in my spin class, by the way, I started Ooh. doing the walk and I'm thinking of it and it just makes me feel so good. So happy about um, that. And yeah, if Liz is listening to this, she's laughing because <laughs> the second time I did the walk, she saw me just go and she was like, damn. And I was girl. like, I didn't know where that came from, but it's somewhere within me. But going back to my question, why do you do that? That's a great question. So I have built my businesses on three pillars, which are culture, community, and connection. So I call them the three C's. And everything that I do in the way that I teach dance and dance fitness falls back to the three C's. And it's intentional. So those moments that seem so small and insignificant are some of the most powerful moments Mm -hmm. of the entire class. And they are what resonates deeper and on a deeper level than just taking any sort of dance fitness class. And when we are in this opportunity of having to make eye contact with someone, it automatically lowers a barrier. Mm -hmm. It lowers your guard. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's such an important element of being able to feel safe and carried and cradled in a space that everyone feels the same way that you do. And when we have to look up and look out and, and not only see other people, but be seen, that's where the growth steps in. Mm -hmm. And like I said, that is where the work happens Mm -hmm. when you think it's about five, six, seven, eight, or (laughs) step, touch, clap, shimmy here. What? It actually had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do with the moment of, um, when we, you know, stepped into our power and allowed others to step into theirs through the walking mm. or when we formed a circle. So one of the things about forming a circle is, um, it is used as an element. And so there is a movement called, or excuse me, there is a therapy that is dance movement therapy or DMT. This mm. is a way that, um, therapists trained in this form can help 
people who have, and mostly, and a lot of kids, kids who have experienced trauma, this is how they um, can work through therapy and communication. And it takes place in a circle. Mm. And it's three points where we are looking at someone across from us and we are um, shoulder to shoulder with people next to us. And that is when the wall comes down Mm. and you are felt, you feel supported by these three, by these three points. And so when we have done the hard part and got into a class mm-hmm. and we form a circle, mm-hmm. you instantly, yes, you'll have that moment of fear, that moment of like, Oh my gosh, I have to stand. Wait, what? You're <laughs> looking at me. What? <laughs> Cause from a, you know, fitness standpoint, we are not used to this. Mm-hmm. We are used to getting to the gym or getting to a place where it's like, save my spot and like mm-hmm. step touch, let's go. It's like so intense. And it's like, you want me to just stand here Mm -hmm. and to look at the person across from me and the person next to me and like smile and say hi. (laughs) And yes, the society we live in Mm -hmm. is like Mm -hmm. 24 Mm seven holding a cell phone in their hand, Mm -hmm. heads down. Um, I have to go out to the grocery store and like be seen or seen someone Mm -hmm. or say hi. Like Mm -hmm. this element of human interaction is more and more it's becoming normal Mm -hmm. that we don't be let ourselves be seen Mm -hmm. or see other people. Mm We're bringing that back. Mm. We're bringing that back into dance and dance fitness and more than anything into having an experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I am on a mission to show people that it doesn't matter what the vehicle is that you're using to bring people together. The important thing is that you're bringing people together. You're connecting them. You are communicating with them you are showing them love and you are showing them support and you are experiencing joy. And for a lot of people, it's sometimes the first time they felt joy in a really long time, or it's the first time that they have experienced joy for today. Mm. Um, I deal with a lot of women, a lot of moms and a lot of people that feel alone or unsupported or tired or worn out or constantly having all their energy sucked from them by other little humans or whatever it is. (laughs) And they get to come to a class and they get to take an exhale and reconnect with themselves, who they are and to experience joy in another element and human interaction on a deeper level than through social media or anything else. And we need these opportunities to continue. I mean, mic drop. I mean, if I can move this mic, it's pretty set right where it's at. You're speaking to my heart. I could not have said that better myself. Like you have no idea how many, I mean, our mission is the same. That's why I think we've always just instantly connected. Um, But I share the same exact mission. It's just that connection being seen, like having, having women in particular feel supported and loved and not in a place where they have to fit in anymore in a place that they can just belong and more importantly belong in their body. So it's not about like fitting this mold of like the dancer. Like I was joking. Yes. The first class I went to, I was like, should I bring a flannel? And <laughs> Girl, you do what you need to do. I didn't have one. I don't know where my flannels went. Deep. Yeah. But it was like that moment of like, oh, how do I blend in? But, sure. But what everything do you do to, to be yeah. like them. Right. When... So I don't have to necessarily be seen. I can just like blend. Sure. But Funny there's you something. Would think that I wear flannels. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I used to wear them all. <laughs> 
know. That is actually somewhat of a true story. <laughs> well, it looks yeah, really. In their it looks it's very bad. Ass. It's well, it looks really good in the videos. It okay, does. as you can tell, I've watched a lot, a lot of, of dance videos. videos. <laughs> I have this like need to make it happen, so uh, but it's so true. It's like let's create that space. Let's create that movement. No pun intended, because that's the whole point is movement. Um, through or happiness through movement, but um, for people to have that in their life and have access to it, sure. Uh, because I think more than ever, it's so it's so necessary. And I know I've experienced it. I know I've had my my sister has experienced it. Anyone that I've brought to your class has experienced it. And I think there's something really special there. And what you just said, I think, really summed it up. Put in a little pretty put box, a little bow, on, a top bow on top of it. Um, so with the the circle that you were talking about like the the dance therapy have you ever done any dance therapy have you like facilitated or have you been a part of it how did you kind of find that so that was more through research mm-hmm. i haven't facilitated it or um necessarily done it however what was resonating with me was when i first found dance it was later a little bit later in my life about the age of 12 that I really started taking classes on a regular basis and falling in love with it and it was through high school that I started to figure out and gain confidence in myself and start realizing a little bit more you know I think teenagers in general are mostly lost and confused and we're all going through this really weird transition and this teen angst teen angst (laughs) totally and I went through it like everyone else (laughs) and as an adult looking back what I remember the most was when I felt the most supported and when I felt the most a part of something that is how I ultimately got my identity with who I was, was, was through those years of dance and in dance training. And what did we do? And I remember, and a lot of teams do this. You don't even know that it goes hand in hand, but you circle up. Mm -hmm. We always circled up. Mm -hmm. We had a message. We had a thought. Mm -hmm. Our dance captain talked to us and and gave Mm -hmm. us, pumped us up. And Mm -hmm. we put our arms around each other and we rock side to side, or we put our hands in the middle, like whatever you need to do as a team to become unified. Mm -hmm. And so in developing my format intensity and wanting to pull elements of unification in, I did a couple different things that were sort of um, a nod to my dance, but then I also, you know, kind of found myself researching why do te- why do teams do that? Mm-hmm. What is it? What does circle up mean? What does it stand for? And that's what led me into researching about dance movement therapy. Mm-hmm. And um, it's out there though, and there's incredible people that lead these practices, and uh, they're qualified therapists and. Mm-hmm. I think it's such an amazing, amazing thing to know that, especially for children and especially people who've experienced abuse and trauma and um, things like that, that there is a way to do work and work through that in a natural way Mm -hmm. and that people are using dance to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But going back towards why I do it and and what that circle does is, um, well, through intensity, ultimately what the circle was, was how... I could unify people and take away the constant um, need to overcompensate when you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and if we can right away come, put our bags down and be brought into a circle, it was like, okay, 
I see you, you see me, hello, we've got each other, Mm -hmm. Um, let's do this. Mm -hmm. And that is when I get to share a message and a thought. And every, the beginning of every class, I talk about the intention for that day and I build every playlist on an intention. And so every presenter I have out in the world teaching the same playlist is sharing the same messages. And we are inspiring, we are motivating, we are bringing people together, we are unifying, and we are helping them to know that there's a reason why we do things. Mm-hmm. And again, going back, it doesn't matter how friggin' cool the dance moves are. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how hard it is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how this is not your audition for this dance television TV show. I won't name which one, but there's a lot on TV. And a lot of people feel like if I go to a dance class or a dance fitness mm-hmm. class, it's their audition and they're going to be seen and there's agents there. I don't know what they feel like. They just feel so much there's, pressure in their head. There is some sort of irrational thought that's you going thought on. You thought I need to wear a flannel. I did. I, I, I got to go and be a part of this crew and flip perform my, like a dancer. Flip my hair around. Get the hairography and all of it. Um, and that's out there and it's never going to change, but it's, it just takes that one, that first experience. I've got to give you that first experience or my Mm -hmm. presenters do to be able to help you move past that. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that it's so true because there is, I mean, like anything, there's a stigma to it or you put it in a box and you view it one way, but, um, the way that you have put together this, your whole entire, uh, I mean, I guess it, it's a class, but it's it's not. I don't like it's an experience. It's an experience. It's an experience. Yes. And I think that's what makes it so special is because experiences like they have a lasting impact. It's more impressionable. It's it's a memory. So there's like a special moment in it, even if it's you didn't get any of the dance moves, but you nailed this one move. <laughs> and, and that was me. Like for me, I was like, okay, I'm like a little bit behind, but there was one particular move that I just nailed every, every time. time and it stuck with me. And that w- it didn't matter the rest of it because I had that, that moment. And I think tying that to just happiness because in you know happiness can happen in any moment and i think that it's in the smaller moments where it counts the most and what is it about dance that like allows that and was it about not so much dance but just movement in general that brings that moment of happiness so going back to getting out of your head and into your body it's i think that We have so much negative self-talk naturally Mm -hmm. that we're combating all day long. Mm -hmm. And when you are in this experience of movement, you get this opportunity to, the choreography is novice. It's beginning level. It should speak to anyone who's either advanced or not, because we meet in the middle you can make it as advanced as you want to make it. You can add the arms and add the mm-hmm. da 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 da, um, or you can literally stand in a box and step touch and do what feels good to you, mm-hmm. what feels good on your body. But the basically, I serve it to you on a platter as an outline mm-hmm. that you get to then decorate and sprinkle with all the flavor and all the pizzazz that you want to add to it, and then it's easy enough to pick up on that you get to have the moment. Mm -hmm. You get to turn the brain off and turn your body on. Mm -hmm. And when we truly get out of our head, there's obviously great music playing. You can get swept away Mm -hmm. and you can have this moment of just pure bliss Mm -hmm. 
and pure mm-hmm. joy. And it's only recognized by people who've experienced mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And I want everyone to experience it. Same. <laughs> I do. I mean, everyone. I want everyone. I really, and that, I mean, that's, that's why I'm doing this podcast because I, feel like I have access and I feel like I know I have access to just so many resources of things like my number one value. I always thought it was positivity, which positivity is my strength, but my number one value is to feel good. And my whole MO is all the things that I do is to feel good. And I love helping people feel good. So that's what I experienced in, in your class or whatever, whatever we're calling it, class experience, I don't know, uh, was just feeling good in all areas. And like, instead of, you know, the negative talk, because it's so true, we're combating that all day long, instead of being like, oh, like, you suck at this move, like, I can't believe you didn't do that. It was more of like, I was lighthearted about it. I was like, kind of like, not making fun of myself, but I was like laughing because it was like, oops. And then I watch a video and I'm like, oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought. I yeah. Was I was like, okay. But that brings up another point. It's like, you know, the, what I think I look like and what I really look like. It's almost the reverse with dancing. Sometimes when you're dancing, you think it's just completely awkward and off. And then you see one of the videos, maybe it's the group element. It's probably the group element, no. but it's like, oh, that wasn't so bad as I thought, but it's still, it, it's funny to, to see that something that's interesting that happens in your class. So we, we learn the dance and you break it down and you do a really good job of facilitating it. And I love when you go, yes or yes. You're like, do you get it? Yes or no. Do we need to break it down? You're really concise. Uh, your presenters, the helpers are amazing. I love watching them and following, but then we do it as a group and then we get into smaller groups. <laughs> and that's when, that's when the inner critic starts going crazy. Cause it's like, Oh wait, I can hide in the back, but you make sure everyone is seen. Is that, the, is, is that the reason why you get into smaller groups because you want everyone to feel seen or is it just kind of how dance goes? It's like, let's get into smaller groups and let's get smaller until <laughs> it's just you. <laughs> and now who wants a solo? Yeah, who wants a solo? And depending on the routine, are we throwing dollar bills or not? <laughs> no, um, absolutely. It's intentional and on purpose. And yes, we do it a lot in the dance community. Um small groups and getting that opportunity. I think we're performers mm-hmm. and we want to be storytellers mm-hmm. and we want people to have the opportunity to be seen and mm-hmm. have their, be able to tell your story. And, you know, every choreographer I ever worked with was basically handing me the blueprint of a house and saying, decorate it mm-hmm. and make it your own. And then, um, yes, we would break down into smaller groups and we would, um, we would perform it and be able to communicate and share our story that only can be expressed through movement Mm -hmm. that dancers really understand, Mm -hmm. you know, this is our communication. This is the way that we speak and the way that we story tell. And I feel like in creating an opportunity to make everyone feel like again, quote unquote, a dancer, whatever that means Mm -hmm. to you, you get to have that moment too. And you can either take it and grab it and run with it or you can very, very carefully step onto it and maybe have a moment and one was good enough for me. <laughs> but everyone will get that opportunity at whatever level mm-hmm. they want to take it to. And I have this moment in any class that I teach, whether it's a pop-up class or whether it's an intensity dance fitness class, where I 
will take a knee and I will turn around and I will bend down and I will look out. I don't know why I'm getting emotional. It's, it's incredible that I, I get, I'm getting emotional too. And it seems so silly to talk about group fitness and dance classes in this way, but, um, it's so much deeper than that. Mm -hmm. And there really aren't words for it, but I get to take a knee and I get to look out at women of every fitness level of every size of every age and men too, who are getting out of their head and into their body and having this moment of joy. Mm -hmm. And whether it's in a large group or whether it's in that small group opportunity you are seen and it's not just by others in the room who are cheering for you. I make sure it's loud and, and crazy and you don't feel like they're just sitting there mm -hmm. eating popcorn, like <laughs> judging you. That's not what's happening. No, no, it's so, it's so safe. But ultimately it's a selfish moment for me to celebrate this, um, this mission mm -hmm. and to, I get the chills every time mm -hmm. and I just feel like, you did it. Mm -hmm. I get to celebrate you. You, mm -hmm. you came, you did the hard part and look at what's happening and look at the energy you've created. And I think when we are surrounded by like-minded people who are sharing in the same positivity, the same message, the same joy, the same three C's, culture, community, and connection, this is what we crave and what we seek, seek after. Mm -hmm. Um, you're not alone. And you'll never be alone mm. and we're here for you and I'm here for you. And I will continue to be on my mission of teaching others how to create this opportunity mm. to the best of my ability, give them all the tools and tricks that, that I have tested out over my 15 year career and will continue to strive myself to, to evolve. I'm a true creator at heart and what does the next five, 10, 15 years look like? To me, it's just limitless. Mm. Dance and music is never going away. Mm -hmm. And like fashion, it just trends and ebbs and flows. And as long as I continue on that same wavelength with dance and music being the vehicle, we're going to always be able to create an experience that resonates on a deeper level. And that ultimately is giving people this incredible experience of joy through movement and connection that they deserve. Mm -hmm. mm. All, all of the feels. I, I mean, I think I got emotional just hearing you because you, like you're speaking from your, your purpose. Like that is, that is why you are here to spread that joy and to spread that mission. And there, I mean, the feeling you get while serving someone or a group of people, even if it's one person, 10 people, 20, a hundred, just being able to see them and see them having that moment of joy. Like there's no better feeling. I feel like that is the ultimate way to just being fulfilled is by serving and sharing your gift with, with the world and with your community. Absolutely. So. And I used to be really overwhelmed by the thought of like how many people I could reach. Mm. And I felt like one person and I felt so almost like, I couldn't leave a dent on how many people there are out there that need to have this experience mm -hmm. and why even try. Mm -hmm. And so it can be very daunting mm -hmm. and overwhelming and scary. Mm -hmm. But over the years and, you know, seeing what's, what's coming now and seeing the lives that have been touched, 
I've heard you say this before and we'll say it, but it's one person you're changing the life or affecting or giving this experience to one person. And then it is making a difference Mm -hmm. and it is an effect that is catching on, you know, people, more and more people are craving this more and more people are craving this connection and this opportunity of movement and joy and dance. And we are able to continue to grow and expand and share more and more. And then, like I said, the, there's no ceiling to it. It's, it's limitless. And I never want to stop creating these opportunities because of fear. I feel like life is so short. Um, tomorrow is not promised. So this one class or this one opportunity could be viewed as such a silly, you know, Oh, that's your workout. You know, so many people are like, really? Is that really a workout? Mm-hmm. We could, we could go all the way down. What, mm-hmm. what categorizes a workout or a dance class? Is that really a dance class? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care what anyone says. Mm-hmm. No, this is an opportunity that I get today and tomorrow's not promised. And we don't get to take anything with us into the next life other than our experiences. Mm-hmm. And I just think there should be more of that. I know. Well, I mean, I mean, the one person that I know that has been impacted that connected us was my sister. I've seen her whole journey through your dance class of how it's transformed her and her happiness and through healing because dance is so incredibly healing. And that was really the first time I started to make that connection with dance and happiness and healing. Uh, So thank you for that. And I'm very grateful that our path crossed in that spin room because I love watching what you create. I love going to your class. I love seeing you in your purpose, sharing your mission, but like getting to be so authentically yourself. Like when you're dancing, it is just, there is like light, like fireworks (laughs) shooting out of you. It is the most amazing thing in the world. And I know a couple other dancers that I see it in them too. If you're listening, you know who you are. Uh, But there is just something so special about it. And I really, really admire it. And it inspires me so much. And I just like want to share that gift with everyone. Uh, So last two things is the superpower. Um, As you know, positivity is my superpower. So if I was to poll all of your friends and family and, and students and everyone, all your presenters, what would they say your superpower is? I've always resonated with the word inspire and I've always just wanted to inspire joy so can that be my superpower I mean absolutely are you kidding me that's such a special superpower I just want to inspire other people Mm -hmm. to have pure joy yeah through movement yeah and and that's what you're doing. Yeah, you're living. I'm doing you're it. Super really power. Yeah, yeah, you are. So that happy. is a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> so for my listeners that are like, okay, great. How do like, what what is one thing, one action that they can take today? Okay. To start moving their body and dancing. You know, maybe it's not getting to a dance class tomorrow, uh, but what can they do today to really start to inspire movement and happiness and joy? They need to have a kitchen dance party. Oh, my God. There's one thing you need to do. Yes. You literally need to turn on Spotify or any form of streaming and let it play and just start to move by yourself, with your kids, with your spouse, (laughs) or your partner, or whoever, nobody, it doesn't matter. I just want you to turn the music on. 
do whatever you're doing and start to just move your body. See where it takes you. <laughs> Done. And Sky's the done. Limit. And oh my god, I love that. Get all crazy and five, six, seven, eight, drop down. Just you surprise yourself. Yes, there'll be you moves that you'll be surprised. Oh. I want you to just reflect back on like how that made you feel, and I can guarantee nothing but better. Oh my god, a hundred percent. I always, I like to say, you know, if you're in a, a stuck state or you're like in the bad pattern of thoughts or you're just feeling really down, I always say change your state of being. Mm whether that's doing jumping jacks, push-ups, whatever, but honestly, dance. Like change your state of being. Like do a 30-second dance break because that will break that pattern, will shake out the energy and it'll invite in a new restorative energy that makes you feel yes. good. So love that action step. Maybe we'll have a kitchen dance party after this. I'm having one um, right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where can people find you? Where are you teaching? Like let's give the whole download. Amazing. I am on Instagram. My personal handle is hunt for greatness, mm -hmm. hunt the number for greatness. And then my wonderful, amazing program is called intensity dance fitness. It's intensity without the Y and you can find us on Instagram. We have a Facebook page intensity dance fitness as well. And for the most part, we have built our complete mission off of Instagram. Mm. So join us there. If Good you're not on Instagram, find us on Facebook. If you're not there, just find me. Find me. <laughs> find me. Find I'm the connector. <laughs> find a dance party with and a then disco ball with and a DJ. I got both and of those you and things. I will be there. <laughs> yes, I mean, I, I'll put all of this in the show notes. You'll be able to find all of this wonderful information. Uh, you do have another pop-up dance class. I can't go to it. I have something. Oh, but yes. January. 14th, yeah. And then we'll have one in January. Yeah. So we shoot for once a month once a at month. this pop-up opportunity. And then I am teaching weekly intensity dance fitness classes Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, 930 in the morning at Dance Connection 2, which is in Chandler off of Gilbert and Jermaine. Um, but I also have really fantastic team of presenters throughout the Valley. And we are growing and seeking more individuals to join our team. Mm. And they have their class days and times posted in, on Instagram in the highlight section by city and state. So you can find an intensity class and hopefully there is one in your city or one coming soon, mm. but we're growing. It's yes. only been nine months. So I'm excited. You guys I'm so excited. It is so cool. How far, like how you've grown to all these different cities in such a short period of time. That just is a testament to what you've created. Special. Yeah. And the need for it like big time. Yes. So, okay. Well, that was amazing. And I hope you're inspired to play your favorite song right now and get up and dance. And if you're feeling brave, Maybe it's a little story and you tag us in it so we can see your sweet dance Please moves. Do. Please do. And I'll, you'll see my dance moves. So there, so How about there's this? something. If you post on Instagram and tag me doing a dance move, I will do it back to you. Done. <laughs> Let's create a, a dance, dance challenge. challenge. Here we come. <laughs> Done. Well, thank you so much. This You're was welcome. so fun. Thank you so yeah. much. Oh my gosh, Teresa, my heart is beaming. I just loved that conversation. This woman is so incredible. I wish that you could see her dance and you can, you can head over to Instagram and see her dance moves, but nothing is better than dancing with her in person. So if you're local and you can get to a dance class, you gotta go. It is so special. 
So make sure that's a fun action step. I was hoping that was going to be her action step because what's better than just dancing freely and moving your body? If you're brave enough, tag us in it. I want to see your best dance moves and we're going to dance back at you. We're going to send you the dance move right back. So make sure you do that and and notice how you feel after you just dance around. I'm smiling while saying this because I'm actually doing a shoulder shimmy because there really isn't anything more soothing than just dancing it out. So if you enjoyed this episode or you've been enjoying this podcast, I would be so grateful for a review and a rating. I want to know your thoughts. I really, truly do. I read all of them. They mean the world to me. And I want to make sure that you are getting what you want out of this podcast. So any feedback, I am so open to it. I thrive off of it. So please don't hold back. Let me know where you're at and what I can help you with. Cool? Cool. All right, that's it. So until next time, love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it, friend. I'll catch you next time. Have a positively real rest of your day.